Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. My name is Valerie, and I'm here today with Tifa Snow, Joanne Westbrook, and Greg Phelps. And we have a topic that was recently debated in our Facebook group, and I think it really affects a lot of people. So we wanted to, you know, have a chat about it. And it's how do you handle when someone asks for a deceased parent or spouse? So I think um, anybody who's been around persons living with dementia has sort of run into this scenario on numerous occasions. Uh, In care facilities, it's quite frequent to encounter somebody saying, have you seen my husband? Have you seen my mom? Have you seen my dad? Have you seen my sister? And even for persons who are looking after somebody in their home, quite often, when is Joe getting home? When is Martha getting home? So I've actually heard one person say not coming because that person is dead and I've told you that before and I was horrified mortified to hear somebody actually respond like that Tipa I'm sure there has to be a better way yeah so uh, yeah absolutely because what I'm saying what most people are saying when they're saying where when is my mom gonna come home or where is my mom she's gone she's deceased what I'm expressing is an unmet need of some sort Uh, we ask for our moms we ask for our spouses we ask for family when we're feeling a a sense of missing something missing someone so what I usually start with is when somebody says well where's my mom I respond with a reflection you're looking for your mom now if the person is not looking or sounding distressed. They're just curious. I'll say, well, tell me about her. Is she a good cook? So, because usually people have an opinion about their mother's cooking one way or the other. You know, they'll, they'll say, oh yeah, she's always been a good cook. And then I'll say dinner or dessert. Which one is she better at, dinner or dessert? And then that leads us into, hmm, well, dinner. Oh, so does she, does she cook from scratch or does she use mixes? Oh, from scratch. And what I'm doing is actually people will say, well, you're distracting them. And I'll say, no, I'm not. I'm helping them talk about their mom and bringing her into their world, but in a very safe and present way. So we're talking about the human being that they're missing. And if they're really missing that human being, then they get to tell me about them, but I'm actually providing a lot of the words to help them do that. So they're sharing about their mom with me, which allows them to have their mom. Well, those of us who have been with PAC for a while also are listening and hearing Sneaky Tipa in there because Sneaky Tipa is also starting to fish just a little bit for a potential unmet need. Yeah, she is. So, you know, is if, if she says, oh, well, she's a good cook and she fixed something for dinner. And then I say, oh, so something for dinner. Yeah. So are you are you getting ready? To, so you're you're sort of hungry for dinner. You're thinking, oh, yeah, I could eat. Oh, OK. Well, you know what? I'm maybe not as good cook as your mom, but something. Would you taste it and see what you think? 
because I set it up, you know, and so she can, then I find out, oh, the real problem is not she's missing her mom, she's hungry, and mom fixed stuff for her to eat, and so that's why she was, I mean, she had a very practical reason for asking for her mom, as opposed to an emotional need for her mother. Um, is it often or sometimes uh, a need for connection because the friends, the people that we've had are all gone? Yeah. I can't see somebody who I usually see um, and I'm missing them. So what happened to them? Where are they? So I can truly not remember that they've died. Even though you might have, I might have actually gone to the funeral. I've had people be at the funeral, go through the funeral, get back to the building and say, well, where's Harry? Mm -hmm. And the automatic reaction is, huh, we just buried him. He's at the, he's at the graveyard. Where do you think he is? Um, that automatic reflex, just because it was so mm -hmm. present in my brain, we just did it. But it's hard to remember that that's where the hole in my brain is. And to, to remember that, it was hard enough to go through it. And now to remember it, I can't. I just, where is he? Because my brain's left that piece out for me. And it's not on purpose. I mean, nobody's doing it on purpose. So I usually try to figure out, hmm, so is this, so you're wanting to know where Harry is. Are you worried about him or you just, you're wondering where he got to? Well, I mean, I thought he was coming home with us. We went to that party. So what did I tell you? Just that one sentence about my memory of the event. Mm -hmm. So <laughs> filling in some blanks, trying to create reason, trying to create understanding. And it's not yeah. there. And it's not because for me, Harry, well, no, we didn't go to a funeral. I remember everybody being around and talking and, I, we might have eaten at the after funeral thing. And I remember there were pictures of Harry and there were pictures when he was young, when we first got married. I mean, we did all that stuff, that sort of memorial service kind of thing that we do when people pass. And I saw people I hadn't seen in a while. And so my brain's all stirred up. Um, and so, well, where is he? Yeah, yeah. You're really wanting him to be here. You're really missing him. Yeah. Now you and Harry been married how long? You know, has it been a little while or a long time? Oh my heavens forever. Because what I'm trying to do is again, figure out where are the missing pieces? Where is the connection? What is she really looking for? And if somebody says, if instead somebody says, is he, did he, did he, did he, is, is he, did he die or, or what? That's a very different question. That's my brain trying to figure out, was this real? Did this really happen? And that puts me in a very different place. That's when I am needing to grieve with you because I just said, you're wanting to know if he died. Tell me what you remember about the last time you saw him and how things were. Well, he was real sick. <clears throat> yeah, he was. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't make it, Tipa. Oh, oh, well, I hate that. Did he, did he, was it, what, did he hurt? And then you want to say whatever happened. You know, he was, you were, you were there. I know it, you may not remember it. That may be a time to allow me 
to see what happens when you share that with me. Because sometimes those moments, oh yeah, I do remember that. I was with him. Oh, he died. I hate that. And now what you want to do is hug me and say, I hate it too. Not deep it's okay, because it's really not, because I had awareness in that moment um, that I lost somebody really important to me. And that sort of helps me understand why he's not here right now. I may very well lose that again in five minutes or two, but in that moment, that was a very real letting go of, oh, I hate it. I was and just going to say that, uh, fair warning, you could have that conversation several times. Oh, multiple, because I can't hold on to it. And you want to be careful if I am no longer saying, did something happen to him? And instead I'm going, where's Harry? I thought he was coming. Then, oh, you thought he was going to be here. Well, that's not okay. Did you need something from him or you just want to talk to him? Well, I want to know where he's been. Oh, so he was supposed to be here a while ago and you've been waiting on him. Yeah, that's not good. Now, did you need, did you, you, you guys go somewhere and do something? Well, I thought he was going to take me home. <laughs> Whole nother problem. <laughs> yes, yeah. I, I think the I want to go home subject has, uh, uh, that, that's one that we could go on at length for. But uh, again, um, we've, we've had a question asked about, uh, should you take your person uh, to a funeral? And again, um, probably that requires a fair amount of uh, forethought. Oh, we got to know a lot about them and a lot about the funeral, a lot about the event, a lot about their history with funerals, um, a lot about their gem state, their, their yeah. ability to take in data. Um, how long and how far is the funeral from where you're at? How much do I understand about what's going on? Um, there's a lot of pieces. How many people can I stand to be around for any length of time? Um, so I think sometimes people get in their mind, who's it for? And it's like, well, I don't want to leave mom out of it. And it's like, is mom able to process what's happening? Um, or would she enjoy a memorial service more than a funeral because she likes music? And we make sure we're singing some of the favorite songs that she and dad had. Um, and we just sing those songs. We don't need to emphasize his death because she's not there anymore. He's always alive to her. He's not, he, she's not lost him. He's just not in the room with her right now. Um, and who am I to steal that away from her? Because I don't have something better to offer her. Um, and instead, you know, I think that's one of Harry's favorite songs, isn't it? Yeah, I like it too. Let's sing it again. Tipa, this is, this is such a, a, a personal subject for people because every, I'm different as a family member. My person in care or my person living with dementia is, is different than me. We're not all the same. So is there a consultant that somebody could talk to to get some information on this? Because you're telling me, you know, even on this program here, that not one size fits all. I, I, wanted, I asked you and I, I didn't get an answer. Yeah, you're right. Because I can't give you one size fits all because human beings are so unique. And maybe you're missing your, your dad as much as I'm missing my husband. And if that's the case, the two of us are 
probably not the best match to work together on this because me forgetting that he's died is killing you. So yeah, finding, we have consultants at PAC, but if that's not a good match for you, finding somebody to support you, um, because I think what we forget is I'm not the only one that might be missing someone. Um, and you might feel differently about that human than about me and making sure everybody's doing okay. So absolutely, I recommend consultation. I recommend conversation. I recommend practice before trying it. And I recommend trying a couple of different things. If one thing doesn't seem to work very well, don't keep trying. If it doesn't seem to be working, let's back up. Let's try something else. Tifa, thank you very much. Once again, a wonderful insight. And I'm hoping that we've given people some sort of ideas that they can explore and uh, that they can take advantage of some of the services that Positive Approach um, provides. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I am going to put a link in the show notes for those who'd like to connect with a Positive Approach to Care consultant and who would like to have a talk with them. I think that'd be really helpful. Thank you so much, Tifa. It was, you know, it's it's such a difficult topic, but I think remembering to keep one's detective hat on and trying to figure out what might be an unmet need here for the person living with dementia and for yourself as a care partner too, because you know your own well-being is so important too. Forcing the truth isn't an answer, but lying is also not high on my list of things to do. Right. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you, Tifa. Thank you, Greg and Joanne. Um, Pleasure. Thanks, Val. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.